Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to Rockcast. We have a special edition podcast today where we're going to interview some members of the community that we think will be really intriguing for those who listen to our Rockcast. I'm Emily Foreman. I have Aaron Higginbotham with me here. And our special guests today, that's right, we have two, are Tony Visconti and Cecilia Fountain. So Tony is the Digital Ministry Manager at College Church in Wheaton, Illinois. And Cecilia is the Strategic Technology Partner at Centerpoint Church in Murrieta, California. And what they both have in common is that they're fairly new to the rock community, but also what they have in common is that they've really jumped in with both feet to get not only an understanding of rock as a platform and a product that their church needs, but also to jump in and see what the community is all about and to learn the dynamics of the give and take in the community from the very beginning. So we know that takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of enthusiasm and energy. And uh, and we're so happy to have both of you here on our podcast today. Thanks for joining us. Mm, Thanks for having us. So um, let's start with um, some of the basics. And Cecilia, I'll ask you first, how did you hear about rock? Well, it was kind of funny. I, we were tasked with finding a new, like, how do you track it? discipleship pathway in a computer system for from um, from our management at church. So I started digging around and I was in a different Slack channel for another church management software. And I asked that question, you know, can you guys track digital um, digitally a discipleship path? And they, they kind of figured it out a little bit. But aside, um, private message on the side, I got a, um, a message from a rock partner developer saying, you know, have you looked into Rock RMS? And I was like, never heard of it. <laughs> and that was April 1st of this year. And 49 days later, we're probably, we're starting our implementation. So it's been a rapid ride. Wow. That is a uh, very fast <laughs> momentum that you had going on there. So <laughs> you looked into Rock and said, I guess this is what we need. It took me about four or five days to pretty much realize that Rock would eliminate every single software system we had that was outside of our HR and payroll. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot of investigation. Very cool. So, Tony, how about for you? Um, What was it that triggered your investigation of Rock? Yeah, mine was a little bit longer of a journey, uh, you know, 60 years ago. uh, (laughs) I had been working at a previous church and had a coworker, my our IT directors, uh, who brought up Rock and said, "Hey, there's this new system coming out. I've just loaded it onto our, one of our servers." And I was like, "You did what?" Uh, it just, you know, perplexed at how quickly he could get something up and like that running. And uh, just started checking out the system. We weren't, you know, in a position really to quickly change things uh, from a training perspective um, or staff perspective, but something that definitely was on my radar for a long time and. Even as I entered my new role a few years ago at a different church, uh, I just kept looking into and uh, trying to keep, kept learning about it. 
That's great. So you represent a couple of different angles and approaches to learning about rock and and jumping in and getting in the information as you go and doing a lot of investigation ahead of time. So that's really interesting. I think that probably everyone that's new to the rock community can relate to one or the other of your experiences. <laughs> Either really fast or a little bit slower than you would have liked. <laughs> that's right. Tony, I know that you did a lot of investigating about rock before you kind of joined the community. So can you tell us a little bit about what you were looking for and what yeah. you found? Yeah, sure. You know, I'm one of those people that's pretty resistant to change. So um, I was as much trying to understand what are the current capabilities of our system? Um, what are the tools we haven't used yet? Uh, and is there any additional, you know, uh, that we can eke out of those systems before we put our, our staff through a lot of transition and change? So trying to make sure as I... Uh, came up to speed on our current systems that we were using them effectively. After I had reached a good point a, a year or two in when I felt like, okay, we're really never going to be able to get to the point that we want from a ministry effectiveness standpoint and ease of use, training new staff if we don't switch. Um, I, I really wanted to be convinced that, you know, we were going to get three, four, five times uh, a better user experience by making the change. So it's really just going through the various features with each ministry and ensuring that there would be an overall positive switch for each team uh, as we, we looked at a new system. And Cecilia, you um, have really jumped in as kind of a, an early rock champion. When you discovered rock, what did you say, 49 days ago? Um, <laughs> yeah. How many videos did you watch that first weekend? I, oh gosh, I think you probably know better than I do because you can track all of that. <laughs> but yeah, I watched many videos. I watched lots of, uh, listened to a lot of podcasts. I think I read about 10 or 12 manuals um, all in the first, like I said, like four or five days. Um, and like to Tony's point, it wasn't that I haven't like done a lot of research in the past as far as our current system mm -hmm. and our current processes and where we need to be as a ministry and stuff. And I'd already kind of planned yeah. out a um, what we need to be able to do uh, plan. And so when I came across Rock, it was just like it just started filling in all the mm. gaps. And I was like, you know, like a person on a deserted island that's starving to death. And I didn't realize how much I was starving until like this cruise ship drove uh, you know, came by and picked me up and I got to go into the buffet at the cruise ship. And I just like, it was like, there's just so much stuff. I was just like gorging myself because there was just like more information and more information and, and all the good information that I needed. You know, it was like, oh, that's what I need. That's what I need. That's what I need. That's what I need. And so um, that, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up with my rock maniac uh, title. <laughs> I think that's the first right. time we've heard rock referred to as a buffet. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yes. It's a it's an all you can eat buffet when you come at it from a certain angle. <laughs> and I know you guys still want to add more to the buffet, but you know, I'm kind of tapped out right now. <laughs> that's okay. You can yeah. take it as you as it makes sense. Yeah, I think I need to slow down. I think one encouraging aspect is as you get more involved in the community, you feel more comfortable with where the tool is at and the direction it's going. You know, from a value alignment standpoint, everything was spot on in terms of uh, the types of uh, companies that I want to work with and the types of vision uh, that, that Rock has been sharing. Yeah. 
That's really cool feedback. And it's definitely something that that from the very beginning sparks that rock up with the the core values of accessibility and community and also craftsmanship and innovation. And it's interesting to see which of those elements first um, draws someone toward rock. But um, it's really hard to beat the community once you understand what it's all about. I was in the community just poking around even before I got my account um, approved because I found out about this on like Friday. So I had to wait till Monday to get my account approved in the in rock chat. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like dying. I can't get in there. But even um, well, even the community that I came across on that other Slack channel, <laughs> you know, that was still there. And just reading about everything that was going to happen, I I couldn't unsee what I had just seen. And I like. It's like, if my church doesn't do this, I want to go find a church that does so that I can be part of this community. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was like, it's like data nerds that love Jesus and are worshiping God with their gifts and talents. And I thought I was the only one. <laughs> you know? And I don't even have official IT experience or training. I'm just like the lay person who's trying to do the job. Well, that's completely relatable. I think you would find a huge percentage of the community would say exactly the same thing. They're passionate about it. They know technology can empower their ministries and they're hampered by um, certain inflexible options they've been um, tied to in the past. And so they're looking for that flexibility. And the cool thing about the community, which I know you both know, is that it's exponential. So, Tony, if you learn something that's really helpful that benefits Cecilia, then, you know, it, we just share these things. And so everybody can yeah. move forward so quickly. Right. Yeah, I feel like I'm so, so thankful for the, all the churches that have gone before me. So, like, I, it's like I get to jump in at version 13 and it almost feels like a totally completed project. You know, you guys aren't waiting to. I think you're waiting for digital signatures still barely, but I think that's the, like the last big thing on your roadmap that, that I was even looking for. And so thank you for all the other churches that have gone before us that did start rock at version one and have just like been able to slowly roll things out because our church wouldn't have been in a position to roll things out at a, like having two databases going type of thing. So the timing for us is perfect. We wouldn't have really wanted to get under rock I think before this, Mm -hmm. um, so and I know God's timing. It's just like John says all the time. If you've been listening to past podcasts, you know, we're all standing on the shoulders of giants and, mm-hmm. and being able to do it together is really rewarding. Yeah. Well, well, tell us a little bit about what it was like to present rock as an option to your leadership. So you both had done some research, you uh, looked into things, listened to podcasts, watched videos. What was it like when you went and said, hey, I think this is, I think this might be it. Cecilia, you, you want? Yeah, I'll start. That, that's fine. Um, you know, for me, it was it was a very natural fit. Um, our staff, outside of just me, had recognized that our current database wasn't working. Uh, they uh, were in a position where they were ready to tackle something new because we had just finished up a large project with our our website prior to that. So for me, it was more about kind of bringing up previous conversations and saying, you know how we talked about how this isn't working, you know how we talked about how this isn't working and how we'd, we'd love to solve that problem for our teams and for our congregants. Um, here's a tool that can come alongside and we can come alongside and really move forward into the future together. Um, and so for me, it was an opportunity to really paint a picture of uh, the opportunities that we had available to us. Uh, I used a couple metaphors. One was, you know, that that Legos metaphor that comes mm-hmm. up again and again, the training videos. And 
I said, our current system is like Duplos. It's a little bit clunky. Um, you know, it can build really complex things if you put enough investment and time into it. Um, but we've got another system here, Rock, that's more like Legos, and it's going to be a little. It's going to be more flexible. Uh, we can, again, with the investment of time, build something even more effective. Uh, so that that's what my opportunity looked like. The other metaphor I used was uh, to paint a picture of where we were at, and I said we're at kind of the end of a train line, and that can be a little bit that can be filled with some anxiety, you know, when you're getting mm. to the end of the train line because you have to make a transition and hopefully you know where you're going next. And so, uh, you know, I talked about how we've got a plan. We're working with a partner. And if we if we plan appropriately, this can be a, a good transition for us. So for me, I did a um, like a little PowerPoint Google Sheets or Google's Google Slides presentation and um, which I was prompted to do from a podcast listen <laughs> that I did. <laughs> you know, John had mentioned something. It's like you can't you can't start a project unless you can like sketch it out on a piece of paper or put it in a quick, you know, Google or uh, Google Slides or or PowerPoint. I'm like, okay, PowerPoint, here we go. I'm Google Slides, whatever. Um and so I started just sketching out my ideas and trying to capture it on paper. So it's like, how can I express like everything rock is in a short little period um, of time? Because you don't have much time to get in front of senior leadership and, right. and things. And um, yeah, day six, I was able to put together like a six minute presentation that basically just outlined everything that we currently do have in software and the pain points we have with it, all the things that have come to me over the past few years about, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? And I kept saying, no, 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 or, um, or it's clunky or something like that. Um, I was able to show just how rock can do that discipleship steps that they were asking about um, a big high level of everything else rock could do. And then kind of just left it at, you know, you guys want to do this. You've been telling me all of this stuff that you want to do, and this is the product that can do it. And, oh, by the way, you know, it's endorsed by Life Church and Summit and Willow Creek and all of these other big name churches. So not only is it a nonprofit, we can own our own data, but, you know, if all these big churches are using it, it's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> so there was just that trust level that, you know, I'm still like, I'm still new. I'm really still trusting that you guys are saying it'll do everything it'll do because we're just still kind of working in a demo site right now. But um, I'm slingshotting this afternoon, I hope. Oh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of get some data soon. Um, but yeah, just being able to put that in front of them and go, this is an opportunity we have. And then I had an extra hurdle. We had um, our lead pastor going off on sabbatical and our executive pastor going mm -hmm. on a two-week vacation all kind of at the same time. And so I need, and we're in our budget cycle. So we have to figure out, you know, if we can even yep. implement this, uh, afford to implement it and pay for a partner to consult with and things. And so, um, yeah, God's timing was amazing and everybody could, was able to ca catch the vision and I had built up enough um, you know, social equity with the leadership. So they trusted me. And so I'm really trusting you. So <laughs> I'm kind of going out on a limb, but I feel like it's a pretty strong limb with the community underneath us and, um, and the history that you guys have. So 
It's definitely a community supported limb and, and it's mm-hmm. incredible to see something that you probably come in first thinking this is a product and then to see the support that is in place from all the members yeah. of the community. And you know, the cool thing is people are in the community saying we're this denomination, we're this kind of church, we're that and separating into pockets. It's that it's the shared collaboration, the shared investment. And, and, you know, if you look at rock purely from the product standpoint, where it is today versus where it started has been largely driven by the needs of churches at the time to, in a relevant way, reach their communities and engage them. So it's just a really wow. exciting, it's as much a movement as it is a, a technology platform. Yeah. I've been very grateful for the community. I re- reached out a couple of times. Um, I didn't even know what I was doing, but I heard a little snippet on, you know, those Q and A's at the end of the um, RX sessions that mm-hmm. aren't mic'd. So you can barely hear somebody talking a Across the room and and it was some plug-in information and it was like I think I heard this word and I and I kind of put two to two together and I think okay I think it's an Eddie and he's from Fellowship something and and so I, I was in chat and I started like searching and I found an Eddie from Fellowship and I'm like okay I'm gonna like chat him and see if he has you know some answers to a question I have I jumped on the phone with him that afternoon for like a half an hour. He was answering all of these questions. And then it wasn't until I was talking to another um, person in the community the next day. And they were like, you talk to Eddie Holman. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> I mean, turns out kind of he's a big wig or knows something about rock. I'm like, oh, OK, well, but if and, you know, everybody's open and available when they can be um, my our data administrator tomorrow. Um, Next week on Wednesday, we're going to go visit a church about an hour away that runs rock in production, and they're going to give us a tour and let us um, kind of look over their shoulder and see how it actually works in real life, because that's going to mean a lot to us when we when we can see it. We know where we're trying to head that way. So yeah, that's yeah, we're going to get an in-person way. tour. It's going to be so much fun. That's great. It really fills me with a lot of awe that people at churches are just so welcoming and so open and. Mm-hmm. one another we talk sometimes about kind of the uh, rock star pedestal a little bit you know about intimidation of rock stars I love that you don't feel that way I love that you're just jumping in with both feet and um, that no matter what position you're in in the community no matter how long you've been in the community everybody is just genuinely willing to help yeah, and yeah, whatever, your, that whatever your background is, like it's the community is full of people that have been at their church. They just had a passion for um, where technology and ministry intersect, or maybe they just had a, a leadership directive that says, hey, we got to figure this out. And you look like someone who can figure things out. Go. And they're really good at Google. And, yes. um, and you know, <laughs> and we have everybody across all sorts of ranges and people with that came in with an IT background. But if you surveyed people, I think that number might be smaller than you first anticipate when you hit the community. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel, you know, I want to give back to the community, but I'm so new. It's like, I don't know enough, like quite yet. Um, and, but I know that time will come. So I'm just, you know, asking my questions and waiting for people to be generous to me. And then I'll be able to turn around, turn that around in the future. And good. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony, go ahead. Uh, no, I think it's the same thing you are. When you're asking questions, you're, you're contributing to something, right? Yes. Because you might be asking a question uh, that reveals a need or uh, reveals a potential you know, new solution that someone hadn't thought of before. So questions are, are meaningful and they're helpful, not just the solution end of things. You know what? That is meaningful to me because I did ask some questions and a couple people that piped up on 
on the answering side, they weren't actually answering. They were saying, oh, I have that question too, yes. or I'm curious to know that answer. And I recognize those names as being kind of rock star type people in other areas. And I was like, oh, good. They don't know everything either. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does know everything. Right. Sometimes there's a need that hasn't been discovered yet. I mean, that happens all the time. And then sometimes you just realize you're kind of a voice for others in the community who are a little bit nervous about speaking up and, and posting a question. So there mm -hmm. is value in that. And so don't yeah. let that stop you from being more question heavy. Uh, you can transition to also providing answers. But people who give answers are still asking questions. That's true. Definitely. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, challenges of implementation because you're both uh, facing some um, portion of a rock implementation right now. And we know change is hard and change uh, of technology systems has its own unique challenges. What are some of the uh, challenges that or concerns that you have in front of you as you're approaching implementations? And the reason that I'm asking this is because I think other churches need to hear these vocalized as well to know they're in the same boat and it's a common place and, and there are people they can connect with. Uh, Tony, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there's a couple that, that pop out to me. Um, one of them is just managing expectations and uh, trying to stay on top of communication. Mm -hmm. You know, so much of the migration is, is not only just like implementing and configuring a system, but making sure that all your key players are aware of what's changing and, um, uh, uh, getting input for them to make sure that it's a good fit. So that's a that's a that's a huge one. Um, you know, I I I feel like if I'm not spending as much time in my week communicating as I'm I am actually configuring the system, I'm, I'm probably doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and I know I know my leaning is definitely I got to get this configured. I got to get things set up right. But um, so coming back to communication is something I have to remind myself of. I think the other one is really just managing expectations. You know, Rock is so powerful and so flexible. And when you look at the end results of sometimes what's displayed in the training videos or maybe what they heard about from another church, um, people don't always realize the amount of time and investment yes. that went into to creating those systems. So um, I know one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to think about as we head into our training session in a couple of weeks is how do I right size the expectations about what we'll be able to create and at, at what pace? Um, and then just, you know, trying to, to support our teams well, you know, just make them feel supported, make mm -hmm. them feel um, like uh, they have a say in things and uh, they have uh, they have they have the power to, to learn and change over time. I think sometimes people feel like they're stuck and they, they can't learn one more thing. Um, <laughs> but but most people can with, an, uh, with time and uh, the space to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, those are really great points. And it's interesting that you pointed out both are around the area of, of working with people uh, and mm -hmm. not working with technology. And it is so easy to overlook that in an implementation. A lot of times our plans are really focused on on the technology and the features and the data, and those are critical. Um, but it's just as critical to to be making sure your whole team can transition with you, and and start on the right foot. Right. It's easy, it's easier to mend the systems over time than to mend the relationships. So the great point. Um, well said. <laughs> Got to get those prioritized right. So yeah, we could make a bumper sticker of that one. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Cecilia, what are some of your uh, concerns or challenges you're anticipating through implementation? Um, well, I'm going to echo to what Tony said. The whole relationship thing is going to be very key. 
Um, I feel blessed just looking across our team right now. God's kind of placed some tech happy people. I mean, that's what I'm calling them. Nobody's like has official training, but um, in each of our departments, we have at least one tech happy person. So um, we just got approved to actually go forward with Rock last week, and so I tapped these when I'm, you know, my rock stars in our, in my church. I tapped their shoulders last week and gave them an introduction, and so my. My goal is that each of them will kind of own a section of rock. So I've, you know, my children's person is going to own check-in, but they're mm-hmm. going to own check-in for children's and volunteer ministry because it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't, so, and then they can cross train other people. And then my group's person's going to own groups um, and just how, you know, he's going to just dive into that. He's not going to really, not tunnel vision. I mean, you kind of have to learn all of it, but, you know, he's just going to be that, um, that rock star of groups. And then we've got somebody in our communications department. He's going to be rock star of like website and content channels and that type of thing. Um, our freedom ministries, uh, we have somebody who came from corporate and he's already used to databases and SQL and things. So he's going to be my rock star of data. Um, just like how data works and just be that peer uh, coach to other people on why it's important to have data and to track things so that you can get reports like this, you know, and he's already used our current system and, and is able to give some reports. And and that's what our leadership wants. They want some metrics. They want to see, you know, where where we've been successful and where we're struggling and, you know, the areas to put the, um, the efforts into. And then, of course, we have our operations department. So their, their job is database in general, but they're just excited about getting their fingers in there and automating a lot of processes and stuff. So, so my challenge is to um, to keep those relationships going and then helping them to to do what they're supposed to do. I'm going to kind of act as program manager and let them be mm-hmm. project managers in their areas. And then, um, you know, after I talked to a bunch of people, I realized that it's, you know, you don't really want to do a rapid implementation. It'd be nice to kind of pace this out and such. So that's what my idea was. Four or five months, maybe we can get this rolled out. Well... I was told that we need to roll it out on September 11th, which is like 100 days from now. <laughs> well, I mean, roll out would be, you know, going live would be a week or two before that. So, yeah. So, we need to actually try to implement in 100 days. So, that's going to like really pare back any of the extras. And you know, like, what can we wait till after go mm-hmm. live to actually implement? So, like some of those plugins that I was really excited about, they're not going to get in there yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I think our, you know, a, a certain, our, our whole operations department isn't going to have any good fun bells and whistles until after we go live. Um, but all the other ministries that are actually, you know, those relationships that are actually with the congregation, we're going to make sure that bare minimum, we're going to have a Duplo Mm-hmm. working rock system that replaces everything that we're cur- currently doing in our current system at the bare minimum level and get everybody trained on how to do that. So that's that's the challenge is kind of the timing yeah. and the um but the game plan is that I'm not the only one. So I'm like delegating aspects of it out there and then I just um like Tony said I still have to communicate with everybody and make sure that you know, we're all still feeling good. We're still feeling loved. We're still feeling cared for. We're, you know, but everybody um, that has heard about it is really excited and they are, they're ready to move on. Mm-hmm. We've had our current system since 2008 and it's not keeping up with the times. So, so they're, the, the other challenge is to be 
content with our current system for the next hundred days. <laughs> you know, we still have to we still have to actually work in that one still, um, right. and and not be discontent. Not you know, it's like we still have to be content. We still have to be doing our jobs as we are building the new flashy one. So. Yes, definitely. So um, you're just going to be focused right now in the next hundred days on what does it take to go from one weekend to the next with your data cut over in the middle without disrupting mm-hmm. anything. So that'll be, yeah. that will be a challenge, but we're confident if anyone can do it, you've got it. <laughs> and I have a partner. And we, you have a partner. That's, that's also yeah, a great we're idea. consulting with a rock partner. So um, that's my safety net, yep. but I'm a DIY person. So I'm going to my, I'm going to have my hands in it as much as possible. Well, that's good too, because you won't be surprised at launch. You'll be able to be familiar right. already with your system. So that's great. Yeah. Well, it's been so great talking to you guys. We um, really appreciate the valuable input that you've had. Um, we have enjoyed seeing you guys in the community so much. We've enjoyed your questions. Uh, like you said, those are so valuable and we really appreciate your enthusiasm. Well, thank you. Oh, and I got two rock chip, uh, chip stickers now. Nice. I got, the Star- <laughs> I got the Star Wars Day one, too. So I'm like all excited. <laughs> You're so official. <laughs> I am. Well, thank you so much for your contributions already and, and for acknowledging that questions are contributions. Um, that's a critical element of the community. You can't be just answers all the time. It would be impossible. There's a lot of depth and breadth to what's going on in rock. And everybody does something uniquely. And because we have the Lego kit, uh, that means that um, there are lots of options and ways to do things uh, that are all right. So it's incredible to see you both diving in with both feet. Thank you so much for joining us today and for your insights. We look forward to a lot of uh, good, fun times in the community going forward. And thanks so much for your input. You're You're welcome. welcome. It's been a pleasure. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.